0: just letting the guys know man just to you know stay down just stay like stay ready just continuing to just um knock wood every day chop wood every day and just stay to the process and you know when you look up at the end you might be exactly where you want to be so Greetings, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the show. This is another episode of the Pod of Aggieland starring your host, yours truly, Chase Lane, number two in the field, number one of you hearts. Um, it feels like I haven't done this show in forever just because we've, we're coming off of a bye week So, uh, you know, I'm really happy to be back on the show and, you know, just talking about what I want to talk about. So, as always, we're going to start the show with the weekly quote of the day. So, for this week, the quote is, be proud of yourself. Be proud that your heart and intentions are good. Be proud of the fact that you are trying. When you feel insecure or like you don't measure up, remind yourself of how far you've come. So I'm going to say that again. Be proud of yourself. Be proud that your heart and intentions are good. Be proud of the fact that you are trying. When you feel insecure or like you don't measure up, remind yourself of how far you've come. And, man, I just I think that just dials back in and you can kind of just um, relate that to like what I always talk about and just celebrating those small victories and, you know, just setting the, those um, attainable goals, man. And uh, I feel like sometimes we just get so caught up in this in this race of life and this marathon of life. And, you know, we get, we get swamped and we get swarmed by all the things that are thrown at us at once. And we just don't really um, take a second to just like take a step back and, you know, just really just appreciate what we've done um, show grace for ourselves that like I always talk about. And, you know, just really, um, taking the time to realize the growth and the, uh, the success that we have accomplished over the, over just amount of time. So, um, I know if you're, if you're a person like me, I feel like I'm a person who is, um, can be, um, hard hardened, harden themselves at times just because, um, I, I expect so much out of myself. And, um, and I feel like that's a good quality to have, um, to a certain extent, because at times I feel like you do need to hold yourself accountable. And, you know, when you feel like you set these goals and you don't reach them the way you feel that like you need to be reaching them at the at the time limit, you feel like you should be reaching them. You can feel like that uh, you are not measuring up to um, people who are like you and in the same field as you. And as always, you know, my quotes can, they can resonate with people athletically, academically, professionally, in the relationships. I always like to uh, give quotes that can, um, resonate with, um, a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. So, um, yeah. So when you feel insecure, like you don't measure up, just have that, have that reminder to yourself of just how far you've come because, um, the one thing I always try to think of is that one day in the past you were praying about being where you are now. And, um, I think sometimes that concept goes over our heads as human beings. And sometimes we just have to remind ourselves that like, Hey, like you're human. Um, you're you're growing at your own pace, and there's no you can't put a timetable on anything because in life, you know, like I always say, life throws you curveballs, and it's really just about how you respond to those curveballs. So, yeah, so that's the quote. Really hope that resonates with you guys in in some type of way. But uh yeah, just you know, just try to stay proud of yourself. So moving forward, we all know the importance of home field advantage in college football. This is especially true for us Aggies at Kyle Field. Kyle Field is such a a hostile environment for people to come into. And, and I'm so blessed to just have these, have the fans and to have the 12th man and to have the Aggies on our side when we go into battle every week at home. And uh, they do so much for our confidence and to get us ready to play in those games. However, home field advantage goes way beyond the football field. And that's where the Hudson team comes into play. The Hudson team is a number one ranked real estate group on Zillow in the Bryan College Station area based on sales volume and number of transactions done each year. And when you work with the Hudson team, you're working with all former students of Texas A&M. They can help with any and all real estate needs, but especially love helping Aggies find their very own home field advantage. They love to help people buy or sell property in the Bryan Call Station area or the Austin area as they have expanded there all this year. To get started, contact our friend Alexis Knox from the Hudson team. You can reach her at 281-745-0010. That's 281-745-0010. You can also find her on all social media platforms at Alexis Knox Realtor or her website, com. Huge shout out to them for supporting the podcast. Thank you, guys. Man, a very eventful week in college football. Man, just really some college football classics from across the board, man. Um, Some upsets, some heartbreaks. And, uh, you know, just being on a bye week, I really got to feel like I was a kid again, you know, just waking up, you know, watching college game day, uh, watching the pigs, not really having to mentally prepare for a game and, you know, emotionally prepare for a game, but, you know, just really just chilling and this uh, being a fan again. And it was such a, a, such a good feeling because, you know, that's what we all love about college football is just being able to enjoy it thoroughly. So, um, I mean, just for starters, you know, we all talk about the uh, Alabama versus Tennessee. And uh, I, I told my family before the game that I had Tennessee win in that game. Uh, you know, they're playing in Knoxville. They're in Rocky Top. That's a very hostile environment. I played there. Um, and, you know, th- I didn't realize that they were number six in the country. And um, they definitely proved why they were a top 10 team. And uh, they they proved why they, they are going to be a top five, if not a top four team. So uh, kudos to Tennessee for getting the job done. Uh, you know, just some some mistakes that you – this wish you don't have in the game that we've seen in a, if from our season thus far, Alabama had those mistakes. And, uh, you know, I, I really feel for Bryce Young, man. He, he needs some help, man. And uh, I'm not saying that those guys on offense don't have – I'm not saying – excuse me, I'm not saying Alabama doesn't have those playmakers on offense that can help Bryce Young. But, um, you know, I just think it's got to click at a certain point. It's got to click for them. But, uh, you know, Bryce Young, his first game back, he looked, he looked pretty good. Jameer Gibbs, he looked – Great, as always, as he's looked this entire season. Had a crucial drop on their last drive offensively. Um, but, yeah, uh, Tennessee, they look really good. I didn't realize their quarterback, um, he was in my old quarterback's, Kellan Mont's class. So um, that just goes to show how experienced he is and just how poised he is in, in those types of games. But, uh, you know, experience and, and, you know, just having that, to your resume of, that you've been there before can go such a long way. So uh, kudos to Tennessee, uh, kudos to Josh Yuppel, who uh, came to that program two years ago and, and turned it around like that. So, uh, yeah, I, I know that everyone down there in Knoxville, they're, uh, they rally around their team similar to how the Aggies rally around us. So um, I know it was really fun times for them. They were playing Dixieland Delight in the stadium after they stormed the field. So, you know, that's what we love about college football. and. Um, I was so glad I was able to just watch that game and really just, you know, just embrace it and just um, be a fan again. So yeah, it was a great game. So moving forward, uh, Michigan, uh, Michigan took care of uh, Penn state and, you know, man, that's like with Michigan, they have the, they have the players and I believe they have the coaching and, you know, every year that, um, you know, they they look pretty good every year, but I just want to see them finish, man. And, you know, they're, they're always ranked in the top five and the top 10, and they, and they have all these good classes and everything. But, uh, I don't want to get too much on their, on their bandwagon. So, like, right now, I still feel like it's too early. But, you know, they beat a quality opponent in Penn State and they took care of them. So kudos to Michigan. I don't, I don't really have a lot to say about them, but, uh, I just want them to keep winning every week and to see where it goes from there. Uh, moving forward, Utah, uh, took, USC down to the wire, and it came out on top in a very thrilling game, man. Um, I I was – I know that Lincoln Riley and and Caleb Williams, they were dealing with a lot of uh, negative attention and, you know, just because how Lincoln left OU and, you know, how Caleb left OU after the, after the Alamo Bowl game. But uh, I, I wanted to see them succeed. I really did because – um, I do think Lincoln Riley is a great coach. Um, I think Kayla Williams is a phenomenal football player. And then when you add in Mario Williams and uh, Jordan Addison, the uh, um, Pittsburgh transfer, I feel like they had a really good team offensively. But, you know, Utah, these last two years, they've, they've shown that they are a really good team. And you can really tell that they play for each other. They're, they're an older group. So, you know, they're, they're, those are guys that have bought into the system and have really um, uh, grasped, the concept of of team and you know playing for each other and you know they're they're playing at home too so um that just adds more to them but um yeah I'm kind of kind of like damn that USC lost because I I did want them to make a push and then you know always you know if you're a fan of college football you you understand the history of uh, USC football and you know just how important they are to to college football history. So, I wanted to see USC come out on top of that one, but at the end of the day, I'm just glad that it was a it was a fun game and you know, just added to the to the craziness of college football that we got this past weekend. Now, coming back to the State of Texas, TCU somehow came back and took care of Oklahoma State in double overtime. And man, I said it before, but mind you, Oklahoma State is a great team, great team um, in, all, in all three phases of the game. Um, was was number eight in the country, so they're not no joke. They're not a fluke. Have a, have, a, have a very experienced quarterback in Spencer Sanders who played great at times yesterday. But um, man, TCU and Sunny Dyke, Sunny Dyke's got those guys rolling over there, and. Um, I don't know what it is about Coach Dykes, but he's a he's a great coach, and it just seems like you know I, I know he had his he had his um uh, his his shortcomings at, at at Cal, but it just seems that ever since he uh, got to SMU because remember he had SMU as a top twenty team at one point uh, when he when he got there, and then when he he just comes over in year one at TCU they're six and zero. Um, I didn't I didn't see where they are in the rankings, but I know in that game they they were number thirteen in the country. And they were down uh, double-digit points in a, in in that game against a really good football team. And, you know, they stayed the course. They they stayed down. They kept grinding, and they came out on top. And, man, Max Duggan has done a tremendous job of, you know, uh, taking over the realm at quarterback because I remember Coach Dyke said it in an interview earlier in the season. Uh, Max Duggan, he's a fifth-year guy, lost the starting job to Chandler Moores. And uh Coach Dyke said, like instead of pouting, instead of quitting on the team, he just came to work every day. You know, just um, continue continue to be a, a great teammate and a, and a great leader in that locker room. And then, you know, as I always say, life happens. Chandler Morris got hurt, uh, unfortunately, and, and Max duncan came in. He was ready for his moment. So, uh, I really am liking what I've seen from him. He's done a really good job of, um, you know, just being a great quarterback for them, making plays. Uh, playing without any fear, just going out there and just having fun. And you know, if you if you know Carl football right now, Quinn Johnson, man, he's a tremendous wide receiver for them. Uh, he's been making plays all year for them. Um, I know the beginning of the year didn't really start the way he wanted to, but now it's, it's really starting to seem like he's catching on, man. And you know, he he's such a big play threat for them, and he he showed up yesterday for sure. So um, yeah, kudos to TCU and. Uh, kudos to Oklahoma State for just another college football classic. And, you know, just being from Texas and, you know, um, being a football player, you when when I was coming up, TCU was a team that we always watched because I think back to um, the Trayvon Boykin days when he was at TCU and uh, Josh Dotson and Kobe Listenby and, and guys like that and – uh, at one point, I think in 2014 or something like te- something like that, TCU was like number three in the country. So, you know, just being a football player from the state of Texas, you you've always I've always admired uh, TCU and their program from afar. And um, yeah, they they really showed up yesterday, and and you know, just kudos to both teams for making just a a tremendous football game for for the fans. For me, the fan finally. So yeah, so kudos to TCU, man. Uh, moving on. Lastly. We got Kentucky over Mississippi State, uh, man. I don't know if I'm gonna catch any flack for this, but like, even though Mississippi State like kicked our ass, and I'm upset about it, obviously. But you know, I'm I I, I, I like some of those guys over there on that team. I feel like they have good ball players, and at that, they have good quality young men. Because after the game they you know, when they beat us, they showed respect. Uh I talked to Will after the game. I talked to Forbes, one of their their DBs who had to pick six against us. Um uh, talked to some other guys from Houston, Marcus Banks, Jalen Green. You know, and those guys are they're like really good people, like off the field. So maybe that's why I like I root for them and I want I want to see them do good because they have good guys over there on that sideline. And then you know Mike Leach, uh, you know, he he's a controversial head coach. If you like him, you like him. If you don't like him, you don't like him but I have always been a fan of his system and uh, his his attack on offense. So, um, you know, watching – I always kind of go back to just growing up and watching football. But, um, you know, I don't know. I think I was like in the seventh or eighth grade when Dak Prescott was at Mississippi State, and they were the number one team in the country. And it was like – it was like odd to see Mississippi State as the number one – like number one team in the country, but it was also fun, like, to see – a team other than like Alabama, a Clemson, uh, you know th- those those typical teams. But um, yeah, I wanted to see them just you know just continue to win and to see what happens because I did I was looking forward to that Mississippi State Alabama game and what was going to happen in that one. But um, yeah, Kentucky they're they're a good team. Um, I, I think one of the Stoops brothers is the head coach there if I'm not mistaken. But you know they they were playing at home. Uh, you know, home home field advantage is so crucial in the SEC, and they can play so much to your favor. So, Kentucky um, got the job done, but uh, hopefully Mississippi State can Kimron Group and um, you know just finish the season how they want to finish the season. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of a a like a, a blessing in a way. We had a bye week and. You know, usually when I would have to be preparing for a game mentally and not really watching the games going on across the country, um, I was able to, you know, just sit back, relax on my couch, watch the games, you know, enjoy it like a fan. You know, I hung out with my friends this weekend. You know, I just felt like a, just a college football fan again. So, um, I, I'm really happy I was, I, I got to be a part of it in that, in that space and, um uh, from that perspective. But, um, yeah, so. Like I said, we had a bye week um had a great time actually man i didn't I didn't go anywhere. I stayed in town. I usually go back to Houston or I, I go to Dallas or somewhere, but uh my girlfriend and I we just decided to stay in town so Friday ooh let me let me start with Thursday, so on bye weeks, we usually practice Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, right? So I'm finishing up my homework assignment on Thursday. Around like 115, 120, something like that. And I get a code maroon text. It's like a, a school-wide uh, text that you get from the school. And it says, Kyle Field bomb threat. Evacuate the area. And I'm reading, I'm like, bomb threat. So I'm like, what? Like, what the hell is going on, man? And so... You know, after that, everyone's sending it in our group messages. Like, we got practice. We got practice. It's like, what's the deal? What's the deal? What's the deal? And I wasn't at the facility, but there were some guys at the facility, and they were, they were, like, sending videos to, like, our group chats, and they were just literally just all standing in the parking lot. And everybody was just like, like, what's the deal? Because, you know, it's a bye week, so, you know, guys are ready to just go home. But um, we were, we were supposed to practice at 2.30, like, on the field at 2.30. So, you know how – I hate how they do it, but they they didn't send us a notification saying practice was canceled until like two twenty five. You know, just the keep was on the edge of our seats. But I didn't even leave the house because I was like, "Look, it says evacuate the area, so I'm not going up there." <laughs> so until for until I get a notification saying the area has been cleared and the bomb threat is is done, then I'm not, I wasn't leaving my house. But you know. <sighs> It, it could have been. It could have been a fan. It could have been anybody. It could have been serious. So you know that's not. That's not something that you want to play with ever. So I'm glad that um, our team and our coaches handled it the right way. And you know we got to get an extra day off. And you know so um, Thursday just got to chill out. I uh, went to dinner. You know I was watching TV. Just just doing just normal things. Took my dog on a walk as I always do when I get some free time. Uh, Friday. Uh, we went to we went to Big Shots. It's like it's like our version of of Top Golf. If you live in call Station, so we went to Big Shots. Uh, it was me, Damani, um, Brian Williams, safety who has medically retired, Jalen Preston, and Jalen Wademyer was actually in town. So um, they came by. We all went to Big Shots. We we spent some time there. I actually played golf, so I was kicking ass the whole time. It was me and Damani really just going back and forth? The rest of the guys don't really know how to hit a golf hit a golf ball, so uh, don't want to call them out specifically, but just want to say that I am probably the closest thing to Tiger Woods on my football team. But moving on, uh, you know, just got to just uh, spend some time with my friends and uh, outside of football, and you know, just really good time to just good laughs and just good company with each other. On Saturday, we actually had a um, NIL signing event at uh, the warehouse at CC Creations that I talked about last week. And we had a lot of fans come out. Uh, it was 14 of us, 14 of my teammates, and we had a really good time, man. You know, just interacting with the fans, taking pictures. Um, we have food. We have music. You know, uh, it, it made me feel special just to be a part of something like that. And um, this is my second year doing it, actually. And, um, you know, it's always fun to, in the warehouse. They have, they have great people over there, man, uh, who run the whole thing and, it's so run. It's run so top notch, and it, it was a great event, man. So uh, my girlfriend, she actually went with me. So it, it was um, it was fun to have her there. You know, just experience that with me as well. Um, yeah, and then Sunday, you know, just chilling, uh, NFL day. So got to kick back and watch some NFL games as I usually do. I'm about to watch the Cowboys, man. So this episode comes out Monday. So um, I recorded on Sunday. If you don't know and the Dallas Cowboys. We have the Philadelphia Eagles tonight, Sunday primetime up in Philly. So hopefully we can walk out of there with a dub. We got Cooper Rush starting tonight and uh, it's go time, man. So let's ride. Uh, We're trying to be five and one. The, the, the East is really looking good this year, man. So it's going to come down to the wire. you got the giants who won the day, beat a really good Ravens team and they're five and one Uh, Eagles are five and no, and we're four and one. So, it's going to be a race to the end, but as always, man, we're Americas team and we're going to win the East, man. So, let's hopefully walk out of there with a dub and uh yeah, that's and that's what we need, man. So, if we walk out of there with a dub, I'm going to be talking a lot of trash on Wednesday. So, just want to want you guys to know that in advance, man. But you know, finally just to wrap things up um with us with my football team and just how we're feeling after the bye week um, I feel like everyone feels refreshed. You know how I always say it's always good to get that time away from, from the sport. You know, it's kind of just clear ment- clear your head mentally and, you know, see loved ones and um, catch up on your sleep, catch up on your academics and, you know, just take care of the things that you wouldn't necessarily have time to do during, um, you know, just a week of preparation for a game. So um, I feel like the guys do feel refreshed. Um, how do we flip the switch after a bye week? Um, considering the fact that we are three and three, um, it's hard, man. And with a young team, it's it's kind of hard when you are putting these in these um, these tough situations that you did not see yourself being in at the start of the season. So, um, I think for us, it's, it's it's really just coming out and just it starts with, on Monday with how we just how we practice and um, the urgency and the attention to detail that we practice with. So um, I know it's kind of hard, like I say, for the young guys. But for a guy like me who has been there for a while, um, the seasons are so long, man, and so much can happen. Just from because, mind you, if we would have beat Alabama, if we if we would have scored on that final drive, and then if Alabama would have came back and and lost against Tennessee like they did, and if and if Mississippi State lost to Kentucky like they did, man, the SEC West standings are crazy Like think about it so anything can happen in college football man and if we have win if we win out like I like I I believe we have the potential to do so we can finish the season nine and three and that's still a pretty good record and we can still probably get a a really good ball game out of that so uh, you know just 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 letting the guys know man just to you know stay down to stay like stay ready just continuing to just um Knock wood every day, chop wood every day, and just stay to the process. And you know, when you look up at the end, you might be exactly where you wanted to be. So uh, I think that's what it's that's what it's all about. And and like I said, it just starts how we approach practice on Monday because we have a quality opponent in uh, South Carolina on the road. Six thirty game. It's going to be a hostile environment for us. You know they have they have uh, a, a new team that we haven't really seen in the last couple of years. So, you know, and we, and we and we've had their number for the last couple of years. So, uh, I know that they're gonna wanna uh, make a statement on us. And um, but hey, we, we're we're looking to make a statement on them. So, um, yeah, that's I'll have some more on South Carolina, um, on my Thursday episode. But as always, I've appreciated doing this. Appreciate you guys continuing to show support in the pod, man um yeah so this has been another great episode of the pod of aggie land starring your host yours truly chase lane and uh go cowboys so i'll be back hopefully with a cowboys dub on thursday peace